actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 today. Something we all likely have experienced before. A reckless driver. You're driving to the store or dropping your kids off at school. And out of nowhere, some fool is doing 55 and a 30. Passing on the shoulder or double yellow lines. Maybe caused a collision. Maybe was involved in one of those themselves and decided to leave. It happens way too often. Not a day goes by while I'm at work that I don't take multiple calls just like this. Unfortunately, most of the time this happens. Almost any agency won't have enough officers to dedicate someone to go and find the driver. So a be on the lookout is issued just in case there is a passing or close by officer that might cross paths with this person. But what if it's more? What if this person isn't driving like this because they're just trying to get somewhere in a hurry? What if they've committed a crime? Or on their way to do so? Today's episode is going to be a longer one because believe me, you won't believe what's going to happen. Tons of calls and details to follow here on this episode of Music City 911. Nine one one. Yeah, um, my name. I just got passed by a silver traverse going southbound on Douglas. Uh, probably every bit of a hundred miles an hour. He was in my lane of traffic and then driving in. Um, Did you get the plate, sir? No, he passed me so fast. Okay, southbound um, on Douglas at where? Um, headed past uh, North Ave, headed towards Kalamazoo. So southbound Douglas at North. Yeah. All right. I'll I mean, now. very, I mean, higher, every bit of 100 miles an hour. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye. This dispatcher sounded like she might have been trying to get this person off the phone pretty quickly because it sounded like she really was. They may only have a few dispatchers there working and the phones are ringing off the hook. And the guy that called in gave a description and location of a reckless driver without any tag info or anything past that. As I said earlier in the episode, in the intro, 
something like this for the most part is just going to be a be on the lookout. No officer is going to be immediately sent unless there's someone very close by and available. And even then, the chances of an officer catching somebody like this is really slim to none. Before I get into too much, there was another caller. Pretty much the same thing. 911. I was just driving down West Main, uh, heading towards 131 from downtown. Uh-huh. There was a man going roughly 70, 80 miles an hour, weaving in and out of both lanes of traffic. Where, where are you at now? I am just about to pass Howard Street, still heading towards 131. And you're on, yes. West, you're on West Michigan? West Main. Okay, West Main and Howard don't run into each other. Oh, uh, excuse me, I will find the proper road here. I'm about to cross it. All right, but you're, you're on West Main, though? I'm on West Main, yes. Okay. And is the car still in sight or is it gone? It, it is gone to what I can see. I just, I mean, it was extremely erratic behavior. What kind of car was it? It was a gray SUV. Uh, other than that, I'm not entirely sure, perhaps a Ford, but... Okay, but you don't see it any longer? No, but not any longer. They were going so fast, uh, keeping up to like 140, or at 45 miles an hour. Sure, I got, I got you. Do you, know, do you get license plate by any chance or anything else on it? Nope, unfortunately I did not, sir. No problem. We'll uh, put it out to the officers, okay? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. You might not have noticed in the background of that, but there was a lot of talking going on which, again, leads me to believe that their center there is busy or shorthanded or both. The description on this one was even less. The first one did say it was a silver vehicle, and the second one said gray, which can easily be mixed up. At the moment, if these were in close proximity with each other, we can't even really confirm that it's going to be the same vehicle. Chances are probably pretty high that they are, but there's no way to confirm that. Then shortly after that, we get another call from somebody else describing something a little bit different. 911. Hi. Um, I live in... I'm sorry, what's the address? And... I... Okay. And this silver SUV just slammed on its brakes out loud outside my house okay and threw out a guy and he came walking by here and said that it was an uber driver okay and that he hit somebody all right what is uh what is your address again i saw that and are you out with him right now or the guy walked away oh okay um what? And it was it was a silver a silver. Sure, but he didn't. But the, the guy that got out of the car, he just walked away. Didn't say anything to you, or he that he told me that the guy he, as he was walking by, he was like, "Oh my God, the, I was just in an Uber car. The guy just threw me out. You saw that, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." Okay. And he said that he said the the Uber driver hit somebody on West Main. Okay, and you said it was where you're at. Yeah. Okay, we'll pass it on to them. Okay. Okay. Thank right, you. Bye. Again, with this call, from what she's given the dispatcher, there wasn't a lot the police could do. The caller was reporting a guy who said he was thrown out of an Uber, but that person ended up walking away. To actually make a written report of a crime, you need a decent amount of info, but most importantly, you need a victim of the crime. 
the victim in this case walked away. There would be no one there to make the report other than the caller, and she wouldn't be able to help prosecute anything. So essentially, another sort of dead end. But that actually leads us into our next call, which starts to better piece together what is actually happening, at least for the beginning of this whole incident. County emergency. Hi, I'd like to report a uh, crazy driver. I just got an Uber to my friend's house. And uh, on the way there, he was driving neurotic down um, West Main. He hit a car. He drove through the woods. And I finally just jumped out. Where is this so, at? Um, Where are I'm you on, at? I'm on Huron Street um, off Nichols. Okay. I, I got his license plate number when I jumped out of the car. Where did you like, jump out of the car at? No, I, I mean, he stopped because I was like, this is my destination. This is my destination. So I got out of the car. And uh, it was like a block from where my actual destination was, but I just had to get out of the car because I was scared. He was driving 50, 60 miles an hour. He hit a car. He drove through, he drove through the, the median, and it was crazy. Okay, and this happened on West Main? Yeah, yeah. Drove through what median? Well, when we tried to go right onto... Uh, Nichols, you know how it kind of, there's that yield sign, and there's that big patch of grass. He drove through that. Okay, just a second. Let me get your right place, okay? Stay in the line. Yeah. This Nichols area. Nine one one. where's your emergency? Hi, I'd like to report uh, an erratic driver. Erratic driver. Where at? Um, well, I just got out of the car, I ordered an Uber, and, um, I was in the car with him, and then he was, like, driving extremely fast, he hit a car, um, and then I got out, um, he, he dropped me off like a block from my destination, he wouldn't pull over and let me out. Where did he hit and, the car at, sir? Um, on West Main Hill, like, right by the Henderson Castle, he blew the stop sign, went left, and, uh, sideswiped the car, and then he kept driving. Okay. I need to transfer you one more time. I'm going to transfer you to the city because that's where the accident actually occurred. So hang on one second. Okay. City is maybe an erratic Uber driver. He was just riding with him, and they side they sideswiped the car right in front of Castle. Nine one one. Castle. Hi. Um, I'd like to report an erratic driver. Where? Um, I was just in the car with him. He was my Uber driver, and when we, he was weaving, weaving in and out of lanes, he sideswiped the car on West Main Hill. Um, he was driving to the median. He was driving, like, 75 miles an hour down West Main. I got his license plate number when I jumped out of the car. What's the plate, please? Okay, what kind of car is it? It was, like, a Chevy Equinox. What color? Uh, silver. He had a dog in the back seat. He was he was my Uber driver. Like I I had to get a ride back to pick up my car from last night. Mm -hmm. And on my way to my friend's house, like it started off normal, and then all of a sudden he just started driving super crazy, blowing okay. stops. Did you signs. want to talk to an officer, or you just want me to put out an alert over the radio? 
I want to just, I just wanted to report it because I don't want someone to get hurt. I, I understand I what you're saying, but I need to know if you want to talk to an officer or if you want me to have an officer, just have the officers just be on the lookout for it. I just want to be on the lookout. And okay, thank you. Report to know. Uber because I don't think he, he needs to be picking Okay, you're going to have to do that, sir, not us. All right, I can do that. Thank you. Before I talk too much about this actual call, just a little heads up and a piece of information. If you are in a car like this, an Uber, Lyft, even a friend's car, someone you know, whatever, and they're driving so reckless, hit another car, drove through the woods, did all that he said, and you had to jump out, go ahead and stick around for the police. Someone like this does need to be taken off the road and sticking around to make a report about what actually happened can actually help do that. If you leave the scene, as I said before, there's no victim, there's no prosecution, there's nothing that can be done really other than that be on the lookout. So just in case an officer sees this person that's driving recklessly like this, they might be able to stop them and only cite them for what they've witnessed. Obviously, there was something else going on with this Uber driver. From that caller's perspective, it's kind of hard to say what that was, but obviously he was not in the right set of mind to be out driving people around. The next call that we're going to get into, it takes things up just a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Instead of talking about the actual details about what's been going on during the time lapse between that call and this call... I'm just going to take it from the dispatcher's perspective. They're sitting there in their chair. They're taking all these calls. They may be putting two and two together to see what's going on. But the next set, they were not expecting at all. Kalamazoo County, 911. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's been about nine, ten gunshots right outside our apartment complex over in, uh, uh, where am I? I don't know what apartment complex this is. Shit. Do you know what um, on? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, G Avenue, it's the uh, apartment complex. Savannah Trace Townhome, back on the back side of it. It's uh, The road is... Uh, okay, what's, uh, what's your address? Yep. Okay. Apartment. And now this is down a ways, and it was fired out of the side of a white SUV. I'm not sure. There's a lot of people outside right now. I'm not sure if anyone okay. was hit or anything, but an ambulance okay. might be needed. Okay, it sounds like my partner's actually. Yep, it sounds like my partner's actually on the phone with somebody who's involved in that. So we're gonna get somebody heading that way. All right. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I appreciate you calling. Thank you. Shots fired like this in a city, just about any city, it's gonna get an emergency response from police. It could be someone just firing a gun up in the air, or trying to do a drive-by, or any number of things, or. Worst case scenario, it could be someone that's actually been shot. There towards the end of the call, you hear the dispatcher say, I think my partner's on the phone with someone involved. That's the next call we have. Where did they shoot at? County emergency. Yeah, hello, I need an ambulance police at, please hurry up, somebody shot, fire shot. Okay, listen, she on the ground. I don't know if she hurt. Okay, ma'am, give me the number again. In front of a 
in Savannah Trace townhome. Okay, so female's down. She's been shot. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Okay, where's the person that shot her? I don't know. The, the, the car sped off, please. Okay, ma'am, we're going to get the people going there, okay? I just need you to stay on the phone so I can get further, okay? Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. I don't believe it's happening out here. Please don't move. Please don't move. They're coming, okay? Please don't move. We got the kids. Please don't move. Just stay there. Okay, we'll get them. You just calm down. Don't, don't move. Don't, we got them. We got them. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ma'am? Ma'am? Okay. Ma'am. Yeah, they was in the car. They sped off. I Did you see my... what kind of car? Did anybody see what kind of car it was? They saw it. They didn't know what kind. What color was it? Was it? It was a silver car. That's all we know. It sped off so fast. Silver car? Okay. I mean, it was like about nine sacks. Okay, they coming. Fine, they coming. Okay, everybody's on the way. Um, I'm still going to put you on hold for a second so we can get ambulance and rescue, okay? Okay, please. This one, we have one person actually shot. If I'm the dispatcher in this, at this point, I probably still haven't put all this together yet. The description of all of it, it's just too vague. We don't have a good suspect description on the shooting. And also, past that, there's no way to connect the dots between the shooting and the reckless driver. That call was disconnected, but the caller calls right back in, but didn't really provide too much additional information. Okay, it's okay. Come on. Hello? Hello? 911. We need someone here. Okay, over on. Okay, ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am, are you over on? Please, we need. Are you over here? You can come upstairs. Ma'am, ma'am, you need to tell me where you are. Come upstairs. Yep, we have deputies on the way. We have people on the way, okay? While the police were responding to the scene to try to get information about the suspect and help out the victim, there was another call that was placed on the suspect on his getaway. County 911. Um, yes, I just witnessed a hit-and-run accident at the intersection of um, G Avenue and Gull Road. Okay. You said you witnessed it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, unfortunately, I couldn't get a real great description, but it was, I mean, the car hit. I was stuck at the intersection. The car hit another car hard enough. I mean, I think the guy pulled over. He seems okay. Um, and said it was a white, my son thought a Chevy, white silver Chevy heading west on G Avenue, um, kind of like a small SUV type, and he, he didn't stop. I mean, he hit, and he's, he's going. Okay. So. All right. I appreciate you giving us a call. I'll see if I can get somebody out there, okay? Okay. And then to try to get through this a little bit more quickly, another call, but this was from the victim of the hit and run. Kelmsy County, 911. Uh, hello. Uh, I needed an officer to come out. I was just involved in an accident where a guy ran a red light and hit me in the intersection. Over on uh, G Avenue, Gold Road. Uh, I believe. Uh, is this G Avenue? Yeah, G Avenue and Gold Road. Yep, right okay. next to the speedway. All right. And what's your name? My name is. Okay. Is uh, 
that a good phone number to reach you? Yep, that is. Okay, and what kind of car are you in? Uh, a 2002 Maroon Impala, Chevy Impala. Okay, are you able to pull into the uh, parking lot of the Speedway there? Uh, I mean, I might be able to, but my car... I mean, it you it's, it's, not, it's not, yeah, he, he hit me pretty good. He was okay. going like 50 miles an hour. So. Okay. Um, are you, are you blocking the road? No, I, I pull off to the side and there's actually someone that was right behind that car that hit me that stopped right here. So. Okay. All right. Are you on uh go road or G Avenue that you pulled off? I'm actually on G Avenue, the G Avenue side of, uh, speedway right next to the Megala carpet one. Okay. All right. I will uh, see if I can get somebody on the way to you. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye. After getting to the scene and starting to question a lot of the witnesses there at the scene, they started compiling a better suspect description. They started asking about the vehicle that left, what the person looked like, which way he went when he left, all pretty standard stuff. But once they started doing this, they started piecing some stuff together. As I said before, you have somebody calling in about reckless driving. That doesn't necessarily mean anything in regards to a shooting. Same thing goes for a hit and run. But now they've started getting all these different reports, the different reckless drivers, the hit and runs, the guy that jumped out of the Uber, the person that was calling in about the guy that jumped out of the Uber, and then the shooting, all that kind of wraps together. And between the dispatchers and the police, they start to figure out this may be the same person involved. One of the dispatchers actually calls back the person involved in the hit and run to get a little bit further information. Hello. Hi, uh, my name's Caitlin. I'm with the police department. Did you just call in a hit and run uh, G and Gold yes, Road? Yes, I did. Okay, were you involved? Yes, I was involved. You're involved. Okay, can you give me a better, a, a really good description of the vehicle that hit you? Um, what the the person behind the person was you behind them? There, there's a person. Okay, so so a guy was this woman was in front of uh, the the people that did it. They they swerved around her or something and went through the intersection. I think it was like a silver Chevy Traverse or something like a newer like you know like crossover kind of thing. Okay. I think I believe it was. I know it was silver. Okay. I think it was it was like a Traverse. I know it was a crossover vehicle. But a, but a newer vehicle. Yeah, yeah, it was with the last. Okay, years, yeah. and um, anything else you remember about it? Could you tell if it was a male or a female driving? I, I just, I didn't see it at all. I just saw it at the corner of my eye that this person was flying through the intersection. I slammed on the brakes and tried to avoid them, and they just hit the front of my car, and okay. yeah, that's all I could get. Okay, so. and no like stickers or anything like that that you remember? No, do you do you remember if it was a woman or? A, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going, they're flying, they're going sixty or seventy through G Avenue. Oh, I'm sure they, yeah, no, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no one saw it. So. Okay. And, and actually, we had another, we had another couple pull over and said that they almost hit them too, coming the same way. They're on a motorcycle, so they wanted to make sure we were all right. So. Okay. Yeah, I guess they were about hitting everyone. Did you happen to get like the name or the number of the people that were on the motorcycle, or no? No, I did not. No, okay. Sorry. If you, no, that's fine. If you, uh, we have an officer headed to you now. If you think of anything else in the meantime, uh, just let him know, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, bye-bye. Everyone helping out with this, from the police to the dispatchers, they're trying to get the best suspect description they can on this so they can put it out everywhere they can. The direction of flight and the suspect description in general that helps out because they can figure out where he's going to or try to or at least narrow it down. Getting a report and quickly from this other person that was just talked to on the phone there is going to help connect those dots even more. And as I said, they're starting to piece everything back together 
and going back through the previous calls. The one guy who jumped out of the Uber, they ended up calling him back. Hello? Hi, my name is Danny. I'm calling from Public Safety. Did you call earlier about the Uber driver? Yeah, yeah, he picked me up from my house. Can you give me a description of him? Um, he had a, uh, black glasses, uh, mid-40s, white male, um, kind of salt and pepper hair, goatee, I believe, or maybe some facial hair. I know he had facial hair. I can't remember if it was a beard or... Was he, was he um, overweight? Yep, he had a black dog in his back seat. So he was he a heavy build? Yep, heavier build. Did you notice if he had freckles or pockmarks on his face? Uh, I did not. Um, I was sitting in the front seat, but I was honestly, like, staring at the road. You know, I, it was it was nuts. I mean, all, once once we hit, like, Monroe Street over there by West Main, in front of Henderson Castle, he just started hammering gas pedal and was pulling out in front of everyone. And he didn't notice. Okay. Um, he hit a Ford Taurus. So, was this here... Salt and pepper or blonde? Uh, maybe it was blondish, you know. Um, honestly, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I can't be 100%. I could, if I and saw you, a picture of him, I would be able to. Did you say that he had facial hair? Yes. Okay. All right. Thanks for the information. Yep. Did you guys catch him or? Uh, no. Nope. We were just trying to see if he was involved in another Okay. okay. I um I have his name from Uber. His name it's called it's Jason. The confirmation email they sent me back. What's his last he name? He introduced himself as a different name though. Oh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really catch that, but I have a picture of him on my phone from the confirmation email. Oh, and you I, do have a picture of him? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, Would you mind texting it to me? I can do that. Absolutely. And with the name he has listed there, I would assume okay. it's his real name. Okay. I can do that. It's Is it this number that you called me from no, right now? No, I'm giving you the number. Okay. I have to write it down. Sorry. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'll text you that right now. Okay, what was your name? Yeah. All right. I thank you so much for your help. Yeah, I I definitely want to help because I don't think no one needs to be riding with this crazy man and he doesn't need to be on the road. He needs okay. To someone. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Now I do have to say, in the middle of all this, and try not to give away too many details just yet. The driver of the original reckless driver's call and the subsequent call from the guy jumping out of the vehicle, between all that and the shooting, he switched cars. The first being a Chevy Equinox, silverish in color, and the second, a dark-colored Chevy HHR, both smaller SUVs. I'll get into that further later on in the episode. To catch everyone up on a bit of a time frame, since it's hard to tell on the calls, the first bit of reckless driving occurred around 4 p.m. The shooting we heard, that happened around 5.40 p.m. Again, I'm going to skip a few details here to get to the next bit of calls, but there is another time jump from these previous calls, this shooting, 
to the next set of calls that happened around 10 p.m. I promise. Details fusing all this together will be discussed here in just a few. Kalamazoo County 911. Hi, we just drove by the Kia. Um, what, what road are we on? A 94 business, um, and a guy just shot some people in the parking lot. Okay. Are you still are you still near the scene? Uh, yeah, we're at the Burger King, a couple okay. of places down. There's a car sitting in the lot. I can't tell. It's some kind of SUV. Okay. All right. Did you did you hear shots fired? Is that yeah? That's what made us look. And there were two guys laying on the ground, and one guy pointing a gun at them. All right. Hold on. I'm gonna. You're actually within Kalamazoo City's jurisdiction. I'm gonna transfer you over to them. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Just stay on the line. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? Hi, we're on Business 94. We passed the um, Kia dealership, and there, we just passed with somebody shooting a gun at two people lying on the ground. Okay, you just, okay, the Kia dealership where? Um, it's on Business 94 um, in Kalamazoo. We are pulled into the Burger King, which is a couple um, businesses down. There's a Tuffy Auto Center. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not you're in the area. Okay, so you're on Stadium Drive? Um, I be, uh, We're like... We're close to 131. Okay. I, I think it's Stadium Drive. Okay. Did you see uh, who the person was that was shooting? Uh, no, it was a, I just turned because we heard gunshots, and there was a man standing there pointing a gun at two people lying on the ground. We could see the, see the smoke from his gun and hear it as we drove by, and we just pulled in. I don't know. We're probably 150 yards from okay. them. There's an SUV still sitting in the parking lot. Okay. What color is the SUV? Uh, it's gray. How many shots did you hear? Uh, how many shots? At least four. Heard four shots? Yeah. Are they on the ground? Alright. And you said the people are laying on the ground still? Uh, we can't see them. There's okay. cars blocking our way, but the SUV that was parked there is still there. It's running with their uh, like brake lights on. Uh, the key is 4102 Stadium Drive. Okay, what is your name, ma'am? And what is your last name? And you're at the Burger King? Uh, correct. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to get further. Okay. All right, ma'am. I'm going to go ahead and get an ambulance on the way. Is the person that's shooting still there? Did you see? Uh, I can't tell. I can't see anyone. The there's, I mean, if we moved farther in the parking lot, we might be able to see. Okay. Do you feel comfortable pulling up to see if the person is still there? What does he look like? Um, uh, no, because we don't know if the guy is still there. Okay. Okay. What kind of vehicle are you in? Uh, we are in a black. Okay. Okay. All right, would you feel comfortable if our officer gave you a call on your telephone or made contact with you at the Burger King? No, that's fine. Uh, there's still people lying on the ground. Uh, looks like at least two. Okay. Okay. They're, they're right underneath the Sealy Auto Group new and used sign okay. in the parking lot. Okay. All right. Well, we have several officers on the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're fine just sitting here until someone arrives. Okay. All right. There's That's definitely fine. at no. least two people on the ground. Okay. I'm going to keep you on the phone until our officers arrive on location, okay, in case anything happens. 
Did you okay. have, did you happen to see anything else that you can um, think of as far as a description of the male? Uh, I just know that he was white and had like a full head of hair, probably light colored, gray or blonde. Other than that, I mean, we were driving by. Okay, the poli one police officer is just pulling in. Um, other than that, we were driving by at like 50 miles an hour. I, the only reason I turned is because I heard the gunshots. Okay. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect with you right now. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and have an officer get in contact with you via telephone. Or okay. um, if you feel comfortable waiting there, that's fine. Um, until yeah, when we can wait, the cop car just pulled in, so okay. he's okay. in the parking lot right now. All right, all right, sounds good. Then go ahead and sit tight, and then we'll have an officer come over and make contact with you, okay? Okay, no problem. All right, thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. Officers were just getting on the scene there, and a very short time later, maybe 10 minutes, another call comes in. Kalamazoo County, 911. Hi, my name is... I'm calling on behalf of Crackleboro on 9th Street. Mm -hmm. We just heard gunshots. Okay. Okay. My manager asked me to call. Absolutely. Um, it sounds like my partner's actually getting that out to our deputies right now. We'll have somebody in the area shortly for you. Do you know anything about where the shots were coming from, or did you just hear in the... No, we heard... We heard something on the window uh one of the other employees heard something on the windows and informed my manager my manager went out to look and apparently was gunshot okay all right we will have somebody in the area shortly okay okay thank right. you thank you and just like in one of the pair of the calls before one of the other dispatchers was sending out officers for another call they had coming in this time it was from someone that actually witnessed the shots being fired as well as a whole lot more Kimsey County, 911. I'm at the, um, Kalamazoo Cracker Road, and there's been gunshots in a, in a car. There's gunshots in a car? Yes. Okay, well, has anybody been hit? Two cars have been shot up. There's three people in one car, and one guy is not moving. Do you have a vehicle? Where's the shots fired from? The, Dad, I got it. I got it. We are at Kalamazoo Cracker Barrel. Yeah, we're, at, we're at Cracker Barrel. I got that. Where's the vehicle where they were shot from? They're both They're both in the, the parking lot. They're both in the parking lot? What's the vehicle yeah. that sh that fired the gun? It's a blue HHR, dark blue, and it drove off right as we pulled up. With the blue HHR? Yeah. Do you have a plate or anything? Which way did they go? No, because right as we pulled up, he was pulling out, and he just... Um, he just took off out of the uh, entrance. All right, you said it was a blue HHR, correct? Yes. All right, hold on just a second. Okay, can I get an ambulance yep. to this? Get an ambulance. Okay. Get an ambulance. All right, are they breathing? Um, one is not. Are you guys all okay? Okay, so, so these, this... One car is okay. The other one is a minivan, and the passenger is not moving. Passenger's not moving. No. You got pride. We got one victim. County 51. I'll see something right over there. We've got two other guys coming up with a van here as well. Any similarity or relationship? I got it. I got it. Did you see who the person was? No, the because driver? right as we no, right as we pulled up, they flew out of here. Okay. 
Sir, are you still there? Yes. Okay. Where are you at right now? I'm right behind both of the cars. Both of the cars? Yes. Don't hang up, okay? I'm going to throw you on hold just a second, okay? To save just a bit of time on this, I did cut off the end of that call and didn't air a couple more calls that were shots fired calls from just the general area. There were no further details in any of those calls. Nothing that would add any type of suspect description or anything really helpful to the incident. That's the end of all the calls. And from a dispatcher's perspective... If I was there working in that center during all this, it would have been a full-on roller coaster. Starting off with someone calling in about a reckless driver, and then ended up with three separate shooting scenes with multiple victims. A co-worker friend of mine would easily classify this one, in his own terms, a cluster. A good bit to talk about on this one. This all happened back in 2016 in Kalamazoo County, Michigan. The driver-slash-shooter, 45-year-old Jason Dalton, set out that afternoon to make some money driving passengers with Uber. Along the way, something happened that changed the whole day and the rest of his life. Those first calls of reckless driving came in a little after 4 p.m. The passenger that jumped out of the vehicle, he'd requested an Uber to go to a friend's house. The passenger, whose name is Matt Mellon, said that Dalton took a phone call, and then when that was finished, he started driving crazy. As you heard on the call, he was driving erratically and hit another vehicle. Luckily, at a stop sign, Dalton slowed down just long enough for the passenger to jump out of the vehicle. After all that happened, Dalton called his wife and told her he needed to use her car. They were going to meet at his parents' house to swap out the vehicles. But before doing that, he accepted another ride through the Uber app. It was a request at the apartment complex the first shooting happened at. He arrived there around 5.40 p.m. and opened fire on the first victim, a 25-year-old female, hitting her four times in the arm, leg, and back. Luckily, she survived by playing dead. The whole thing was witnessed by the victim's young daughter and four of her friends. None of them were hit. The person waiting on the ride at that apartment complex was called by Dalton saying something had come up and he couldn't take the ride. After leaving that scene, Dalton hit another vehicle, the one we heard the caller talking about in one of the 911 calls. From there, he drove to meet his wife to switch out cars. When he got there, he told her that an angry taxi driver had sideswiped him and also fired a gun at him, neither of which were true. While there, he told his wife to not go to work the next day and to not take the kids to school. He left from there and drove back to his house and changed guns. This was all around 7 p.m. Once he had switched guns, he got back into his car and started accepting Uber rides again. He picked up a few people, none of which said they had any problems with him. This leads us to the Kia dealership shootings. They happened just after 10 p.m. He pulled in the parking lot, approached a man and his son, 
then fired 18 rounds at him. Both of them were killed. The father was 53 years old and his son just 17. About 10 minutes later, Dalton pulled into the parking lot of a Cracker Barrel. While there, he approached two vehicles that were both occupied with passengers and ended up shooting into both vehicles, injuring one and killing four more people, all women. The women that were killed, their ages ranged from 60 to 74, and a 14-year-old girl who was shot in the head, but she miraculously survived. After these two more sets of shootings, and after a good suspect description was gathered by using security camera footage at the Kia dealership, public safety officials were able to put out a safety warning via Facebook, justifiably fearing a mobile active shooter that was on the loose. During this time, after the shootings, Dalton continued to take rides from the Uber app and picked up several more sets of passengers. With the info on Facebook that was put out, at least two of the passengers asked if Dalton was the shooter, and he denied it both times. A little after 12.30 in the morning, police got lucky and pulled the suspect over, and he gave up without incident. After wrapping up there at the scene of the apprehension, police took him back to the station for questioning. He confessed to shooting all those people, but his reason was odd as hell. He said that the Uber app itself was controlling him. He was seeing symbols on the app, and one of which looked like the devil. He said the app took over his whole body and forced him to do all these shootings. Before all this happened, he had no criminal record and no record of any type of mental health issues. In total, six people were killed and two more injured. The victims at each incident had no connections with any of the other victims at any of the other scenes. This was completely random. During legal proceedings after, Dalton underwent a series of mental health evaluations. His defense team, they were going to seek a guilty by reason of insanity plea, but Dalton refused to go that route. He ended up pleading guilty on all charges and has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. With any luck, he'll never see the public or the light of day again. That's going to be it for this one, and this was an incredibly crazy one. As always, follow the show on all social media, linked in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to give it a five-star rating and a good review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Share it with anyone you think might have a curious ear to something like this show. And if you would like to support the show, there are several ways to do so. Head over to patreon.com slash musiccity911 for ad-free episodes and bonus content, mostly in the form of mini-episodes. You can also buy me a beer, which is a one-time donation made specifically to help quench the thirst of this ever-parched podcast host. To do that, just head over to my website, musiccity911.com, and you'll find the link close to the bottom of the main page. And finally, you can pick up some Music City 911 merch, also over at musiccity911.com. Music City 911 t-shirts, sportswear for the ladies, drink and wine tumblers, and since it's finally starting to get a bit cooler outside, Music City 911 hoodies. I also have some items 
with my closing phrase, y'all have a good one. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments via the website or on the Facebook discussion group. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.